0: Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With CounterPoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News
1: Radio. All right, it's 821. We've got our CounterPoint ready to go. And, of course, this is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. You can head over to 416 736 or online at pizzaville.ca. All right, we got our Monday usuals in. Andy Stinton, small businessman. What do you, what, I haven't even said anything. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing for? at
0: Michael. Okay. Wow. It's his face. But besides I'll, that,
1: and that is Michael Diamond with Upstream Strategy Group. Hello.
0: The always insulted Michael Diamond. Why have you got your watch off? Are we going to have a fist fight in here later? Why do you, never mind. I
1: Never mind. All right. Well, I was just speaking with uh, Abby Johnson. She is the character uh, that this unplanned, this movie about pro-life is based on. And she was taking me through, uh, you know, what it was that had her essentially change sides, what she saw. Um, You know, this movie is going to be playing in 24 Canadian theaters. And of course, the liberals are using this as a wedge issue to try to, of course, uh, fear and divide over um, abortion, you know, being turned over by the sheer government. None of that, of course, being true. But are we so close-minded now? And and by the way, I should point out, Cineplex Odeon, Andy, coming out with a statement late this afternoon, and and I say kudos to them for saying, yeah, we are playing this, regardless of whether you like it or not, because we run controversial movies. We have for 30 years, and that's not going to stop. Why shouldn't they run it?
0: There's no reason. I read the uh, message, I take it, was from the president, it was very well-worded. I thought he came through with a particularly strong argument to say... We're not here to censor. We're here to present. Right. We're not putting in in all of our movie theaters, and I think that we've all got too sensitive in this world today. This is the other side of an argument. I'm I'm pro-life, right? You're pro-life. Yes. Really? No.
1: I, I'm like that's not, just, no, that's not just, But I'm pro-choice and I'm very open-minded. I'm pro-choice. It. But again, I but again, I I'm open-minded to hearing the. I mean, why can't we have a conversation about
0: this? I, I, yeah, and I I think we've just become too segregated that we we don't listen to the other side of the argument and be informed about it.
2: I, I am pro-life. I'm very pro-life, but I think I'm very scared to see. Uh, a movement to almost criminalize the views which I hold, which I do not try and push onto other people, but the, my own personal views to be uh, demonized in this way. What I think, let's even throw away the abortion debate. This isn't about abortion. This is about the fact that a private company that made a decision based on market realities, that there's a market of folks who want to go and buy tickets to see this movie and that they will do so, had to put out a statement defending their decision to participate in a free market because the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff, a woman who has a job to do running the office of the most important elected official in this prov- in this country, decided to attack that private business on Twitter for playing a film.
1: This yeah, is crazy. I'm, I'm not happy with the politicization of this. I yeah, think neither it's, very, it's very, kooky. very. Good. It's it's, yeah.
2: it's
0: a film. Yeah. If, if you know, if people don't want to watch it, don't and, buy a and ticket. If,
2: if the Prime Minister's chief of staff, Katie Telford, is pro-choice, good for her. Folks should have the choice to see a movie that meets all criteria to be played. This isn't a hate crime.
1: No, last we'll I no. Yeah, no, shameful. I, I agree. But
2: but this is what we actually saw twice from this government this weekend because yesterday or two days ago with that Raptor player who's not coming back, uh, Mr. Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, big b- deal. Uh, you had you had the Prime Minister uh, and Omar Al Jabara, the uh, MPP for Mississauga. Uh, Mr. Al Jabara took a photo and posted it on Twitter, and he's like, "The Prime Minister and I are trying to get Kawhi back. Like, come oh, I on, that guys, run a country." I know it was a joke. Run a country. I know
1: it's true. All right. Let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, something that they are trying to do, but they did very badly, so badly that the Justice Department is having a very hard time even clarifying, uh, you know, the new impaired driving laws. And a tweet was put up basically as a reminder to, you know, summer drinkers that, hey, you know, um, you can be charged two hours after you get out of the car for impaired driving. So be careful. And, um the bottom line is: this thing is this bad. This law is so badly, badly written and has been so badly executed that even though we all know people are being caught in this, and it will be challenged under the um, you know charter the Liberals are not going to back down. They're just insisting that this stay in place.
2: Yeah, let's uh, let's modernize the laws to ensure that something like this can happen. It's almost like out of that movie, uh, pre-minority reports with (laughs) pre-crimes or post-crimes. It's kooky to me, uh, drinking and driving, very serious uh, uh, problem. Uh, Luckily, the numbers have gone down because of uh, public awareness. But uh, let's do a better job and actually keeping drunks off the road, getting people who are driving uh, well intoxicated, punished, severely punished, but uh, going to someone's house, breaking up their barbecue because they drove there with a case of beer and popped one open, uh, maybe even got drunk but had no intention of driving again. This is just kooky.
1: Well, yeah. here, here's the, the, the example I thought of because, you know, on the summer weekends you go to a friend's pool. Like yesterday my family and I, we went to our brother-in-law's. We hung out there all afternoon. We were there for probably six or seven hours. You know, am I to worry or are to people now worry that, you know, you arrive, you get out of your car, you may have a sangria or a glass of uh, whatever, and the cops are going to walk in? Like, you can't have a drink? Is this what we're now coming to?
0: I'm not a lawyer, though I'm smart enough to be one. I think everybody here will agree. play one on TV. Yeah, Yeah. I'll play one on TV. Is that it is up to you. So you, you come in and then you have this bottle of beer, say. They come in and they catch you. It's up to you to prove... Your alcohol level, your blood level, whatever it is—it's
1: a presumption of guilt now. Y- yes, yeah, it's a reverse. Ahead of time.
0: I mean, that's stupid. I-, I thought we lived in a democracy. I don't get this.
2: Well, and let's focus on the real problem here, which isn't somebody going to a barbecue having a couple of beers. It's it's someone getting in their car at that point. But to be fair, that the
0: figures for impaired driving have gone down. Absolutely. The That's years. fine.
1: But again, bad law but does not stop. And
0: let's continue to shrink that figure. I mean, I, I understand laws have to be made to be gray, so there'll be an interpretation so we can keep but judges they shouldn't be. Be. But this is just plain stupid. No. I mean, somebody should... Well, they back the Justice Minister or Well, that it.
1: would be Jody Wilson-Raybould, but she lost her job. This is one of her pieces of legislation. So when people say, well, why wouldn't you vote for her? I'm like, well, remember this badly written piece of legislation? I admire her, but not for this piece of legislation. All right, let's um, talk about an Ottawa professor who finds himself... Uh, rightly and deservedly under attack Uh, for a weekend tweet that uh, called conservatives the, quote, party of the uneducated. It was uh, his basket of deplorable moment. I think we can fairly say his name is uh, Amir Ataran. He stated very, uh, you know, matter-of-factly that conservatives have a strong lead among those who have not attended college or university, while the liberals have a lead among those with university education. The party of uneducated, uh, Andy, he calls it and he's still conti- continually going on and on and on attacking anybody. He's not He's not packing down. He's continually going on. But when you look at the numbers of what he's talking about in the polling that he's talking about, it's there's not a difference in education. But
0: it doesn't make any sense. So he says this, and if he wants to believe it, and he's got the facts to back it up, which he kind <laughs> of does. But here's the bit that gets me, okay, looking at his statistics, postgraduate degree, Fifty-one percent is liberal, and twenty-five. That's that's pretty damning evidence.
1: It's, if this but, is to no, believe, no, but that's not. But when you look at college, uh, university, when you look at. Other p- trades well, are we- so there's no value in anything else? I'm sorry, the prime minister has two BAs and he's still dumb as a stump.
2: Well, and that's just it. So, this uh professor, not everyone Adirond, goes to university, Professor smart. proves that, in my opinion, that not everyone at the university is smart because he called it the party of the uneducated. Well, I take great offense to that because there are people with great educations who've never had a that's day just, that's a so formal. You be wrong. No, why do you let me? finished talking before you assume what I'm going to say ooh, next. Ooh, uh, there are ooh. people who have great educations who've never had a day of formal schooling. My grandfathers were perfect examples of that, so I, I, I'm highly offended by this because we should not confuse education with the privilege of attending a post-secondary uh, institution.
1: But since when is a trade or a college or anything else learning skills? Or since when is hard, this not well, education? Yeah, but I mean,
0: if he's saying this, is, if we all listen carefully when you've finished your preaching piece, okay, <sighs> uh, if you Listen carefully. He's saying his opinion is backed up by these statistics. No, he's, but it's no, he's, not. This. No, is, okay, so no the, statistics, Andy, so why, the statistics, Andy, but, but say... But then you see you could say there's a plot hold on. Hold on hold who's on. cutting education? The conservative uh, Ford government. But, it could be a plot. This but, is just <laughs> completely bonkers and Then why did he
1: not say the NDP and the Green are also uneducated? Because they're even further behind the conservative. The conservatives are in second. I mean, when it comes to college and university, they're pretty much neck and neck. It's only with the post, when you when you have to go back and get your basket weaving uh, and your poli-sci and all these other useless... Uh, you know well, it was
0: actually it Google was? today that said they're not interested in hiring people not that they're not interested I reword myself is that college degrees will not they be that important in the f- future and it was Google as one of the companies that today announced that said that they don't really get I
1: wonder why there's so much division in politics when you call the everyday people stupid because they don't go to a university or maybe didn't get extra you're
0: people. surprised by this
1: well, I'm surprised when it's someone who's teaching in a university. You know, we hear all this stuff about the indoctrination and the, uh, you know, the social justice. These are the people. This is the. Uh, this is why we are so broken in university because Jack boxes I, I like think him this are is teaching. The, well,
0: our, our country is starting to be broken because we have this extreme partisanship. Well, I actually uh, think, and, and if he believes that, and he wants to say that conservatives are dumb to quote you, that's his right to do that. I mean, sure. you get offended. and it's my right to call can, him a, Because sure. nobody cares whether you, you're offended or not. Everybody's offended these days, and that's the friggin' issue. I think Everybody's the real problem is, we, by have, something. we have
2: societal pressures from folks like this to force and, and encourage and, and actually corrode children to go and get useless degrees in universities. Uh, it's, it's terrible.
1: I think it is, too. I think we are discour- the discouraging younger people from the trades and from other skills like college to their detriment because you know what you can get a great education without spending nearly the money at at a college and I think that's I think we're doing a great disservice to young people by only telling them university that's where everyone goes and that's how you get the elite status all right I gotta pause it there so you guys uh, just uh, keep talking to yourselves. And uh, we'll pick up uh, round two of Counter Report, which, of course, is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. You can call them at 416 736 or pizzaville.ca. We will be back. And we'll talk about a cartoon on Lisa McLeod. Is it fun now to mock her mental illness? We will talk about that in just a second here on Point on Global News Radio. Hey,
0: no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With Counterpoint, Counterpoint. here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.
1: 8.36 here on this Monday. It is round two of Counterpoint, which is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville, 416-736-3636, or Pizzaville.ca. We've got uh, Andy Stinton and Mike.
0: Called Diamond.
1: called Diamond.
0: (laughs) Who's making faces at me, mommy. are both
1: acting like children. We're not.
0: His fault.
1: Of course, Chip.
0: Isn't that what a child would say? (laughs) Case
1: in point. Uh, Michael DeAdder is the cartoonist uh, who was fired, or so he claims, because of a cartoon he did of Donald Trump on the golf course, now under fire for a cartoon he did of Lisa McLeod. And this one depicting the minister in a straitjacket with, uh, she's clearly having a nervous breakdown of types with two doctors uh, taking her away and... And, Of course, the caption Yes, Miss McLeod, we know who you are. Uh, it is getting blowback. Look, I don't get offended by these things because I believe in freedom of speech. However, it's interesting because you know, we are told and uh, you know, talk about mental illness, you know, and we should be able to talk about it. it was in the Toronto Star, which is about the wokest of all the papers, then dealing with this. Uh, and McLeod herself has suffered and been open with mental illness Andy is it okay to make fun of her
0: i didn't even know that she suffered from mental melt, mental illness i didn't know that I couldn't talk either I looked at the cartoon and I had a good laugh mm-hmm. and that's it I move on I don't think any deeper than that about it it was funny move on
2: yeah I think you have to ask yourself if uh, if if a target of a cartoon of this nature uh, had been a cancer survivor would they have her being Chaired uh, off and taken to chemotherapy. The answer is no, and we should treat mental illness as we would treat any other.
0: illness. It was funny. It was the repra- if you want to okay, go, go into okay, we humor, okay, which you know politicians aren't known for. Well,
1: well it was came... the
0: image of the two straitjackets. And them ca- or the the, the straitjacket and the two attendants walking her away. It was a calming so mental image. Mental health is ha ha funny. No, no, this is an old-fashioned thing. They don't use straitjackets anymore, Michael. Or they, you know, and that's good. Right, That's I good. wouldn't
1: know, but uh, but you know, look, KMH and uh, and the uh, mental health coalition, I think uh, they're they're none too happy about this no. because I think one of their issues is it's taken so long for people to talk about it and get rid of the stigma, and yet here we are. More. And
2: and Minister McLeod deserves a lot of credit for that with the op-ed she wrote a number of years ago about her own struggle with mental health while serving in elected office. So I think to hit her on that, uh, feel free to draw a cartoon about the incident that allegedly happened. at this conference again, mean, Michael. You've yeah. done nothing but, but be offended well, today. Right of now I'm offended. Right now I'm, I'm offended, offended that you, that you won't let me talk. <laughs> but, uh, let, let her, you know, attack her all you want, but to uh, invoke her mental
0: health struggles is completely off base. Yeah, it, was, it was a funny image. That's all I, I looked at it. Funny image, who she was, trouble she'd been in. I moved on. I don't have that much spare hard drive space in my life, Michael. To think about this stuff. Obviously, you do. Get a hobby.
1: All right. Quebec, uh, <laughs> namely Premier François Francois, Francois, Francois Legault, uh, has had a change of mind about supporting the federal carbon tax. Whoa, 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 is what I said when I saw this headline. Quebec is going to intervene before the Supreme Court of Canada as part of Saskatchewan's appeal against the uh, federal government. They say, yeah, imposing this uh, tax is uh, not constitutional. Mike, this is a big blow. Oh, yeah,
2: look, uh, losing Quebec, uh, for the Prime Minister to lose Quebec uh, on on this and have him join with the uh, Western premiers and with Premier Ford uh, and and some of the new... uh, There was also Prince Edward Island came on board uh, today, is my understanding. So, I mean, this is a huge political hit to Justin Trudeau. And it doesn't really matter how the Supreme Court is going to roll, because this is going to be decided by the highest court in the land, which is the Canadian electorate. All of these... uh, chinks at uh, Trudeau, Uh, really will hurt him come October.
1: Yeah, it becomes a lot harder for him as well as Catherine McKenna to attack because the vote in Quebec is just that important to the Mandy.
0: And who is winning in Quebec right now? Well, the the elections in October. Okay, the Liberals are winning in Quebec right now. And in a recent survey, it showed that the environment is going to be one of the key issues in this election, yeah, but that, so, that, that
1: was so polling done you, of 18 year olds, okay.
0: 18 I, I, and above, it was, it 18, wasn't 18 years 18 old, 18 to like what, like 27? 22. Not gonna, no, said 18 and not above. Kind of a, Bottom line, when you, you, know, you talk an about inconvenient truth, do you notice how I got that in there?
1: You know, how you know it is going to always be about the, the uh, economy because what will happen, Andy, is that when it comes to the environment, people will look at the carbon tax and say that's the economics of it. And we already know from polling that people want to care, they want to help, they do not. Don't want to pay.
0: We, we know that, but right. they have also saying that the environment isn't... A, they. Was, one poll. Okay.
1: They. It, one it, poll. Trust
0: me, it will be an important issue. Sure. It will and be about, be it's, it's one of those things that people understand. It'll be about you're, five you're, or You know six. what? People
2: understand clean air, clean water. They don't understand, and that's what every Canadian wants. There's not a single person who is opposed to clean air and clean water. What they don't
0: understand is how paying a tax will help get them there. So they're well, willing to do concrete things. are going to have to pay, Michael. That's, that's the end of the game. You can call it a tax. You can call it a fee. You can change this. At the end of the day, we are going to have to pay for messing up the planet. I'm, I'm going to,
2: be, to go yeah, pick up litter. I'm
1: going to
0: pick up litter this weekend.
1: We're not going to mess it up. It's China. and all It's thing. China? Yeah. There are, well, we well, could go in America, yeah. No, we could, and you will lose. We are not, we are not. China
0: is actually China very... and the
1: United States are the polluters, not Canada.
0: Y- you know what some of the biggest air, uh, polluters are? Is the air forces.
1: Well, there you go. And that's not Canada.
0: We have a big air force. Both of our helicopters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I think you proved my point, but let's get to Starbucks, shall we? Uh, Starbucks apologizing after an employee reportedly asked six officers to leave or go to a different location uh, in a Phoenix location because one of the customers reported feeling uh, unsafe. And, of course, the officers had just brought their drinks and they're standing together before their shift. And then the barista said, "Mm, yeah, you got to go. Take a listen to the reaction.
0: Two of them are, are veterans. Um, one one having served over 20 years in the military, um, and especially on July 4th, it was uh, pretty upsetting um, to, to have that request made. But unfortunately, this is, appears to be the new reality
2: uh, for law enforcement these days.
1: Yep, that is the sad reality as a police association uh, pointing out, but the reality is one person's complaint should not be the dismissal or asking any police officer to leave, Michael.
2: Look uh, uh, in uh, across the board we need to have, you know, a due process and respect for uh, people, uh, professionals especially in uh, that sector. So I, I definitely agree with the uh, spokesman. I I think
0: I, I mean I feel sorry for the poor barista that had to deal with this. Why? Well, because, you know...
1: Common sense would prevail I, that you say, I would look, jo- if you I, have a problem with this, you would can say. leave, because they're I, paying customers, too. That's
0: what I would say. I'd say, listen, hey, sorry, you got exactly what you said, except you said it better than me.
1: Well, there you go. On that note, we'll um, we'll wrap this one up, but thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> I've, I've
0: never said that to Michael, though. <laughs>
1: well, you know. All right, guys, i got to leave it there, but thank you. We've got Andy Stitton tonight, and Michael Diamond joining us here on Point on Global News Radio.